What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Switch It Up podcast, season three, episode thirty-eight. My name is Tyler, joined as always by my co-host Colby. Uh, what fucking year is it? it? It's been a while, guys. It's yeah, consistency has died in April and May. I mean, with finals week and all, and moving back and such, we didn't really have a choice, to be honest. No, it's true. Um, yeah, I, I have no other defense for our actions <laughs> as far as not putting out episodes. That's anything, okay. You, you guys knew we'd be back. We couldn't stay away forever, of course. No, uh, we couldn't. Just things had to be discussed. I, I mean, we have lots, too. This might be a, a long-ass episode, but uh, we'll we'll make of it what we do, as always. So we'll start off with a normal catch-up. Mr. Colby, uh, how are you doing today? You seem to be recording from a unique place this evening. Yeah, I'm actually at a CIA holding cell right now, um, being held by one John Krasinski. Uh <laughs> Not sure why they chose him, but you know we'll 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 make do with what we got. Uh, I'm doing pretty well. <laughs> Dumbest Semester. fucking background. <laughs> it's a game. Like I I start tried to I started making a game where every week I'm gonna pick a different background, and that's working. <laughs> Last time it was Midgar, and now I'm yeah. at the CIA. And before that I was in before that I was at the Forgotten Land. It's that's true in Waddle but, Town. Yeah, in Waddle Town. I'm. I'm good. I'm semester's over, thank God. Uh, I have until tomorrow to get into s- summer session, but my bill hasn't been fully processed yet, which I'm kind of thankful for because that means I get to save money. But if I have to do another semester, I might off myself. So hopefully I can. Hopefully that gets processed and I can start summer session tomorrow. It's only one class for the first eight weeks, so more than doable. Uh, Work's been good. Happy Waifu Wednesday. We're recording on Wednesday. You'll get this on Thursday. Uh, hopefully you guys had a great Waifu Wednesday. And for Tuesday, it was um, Direct Deposit Day, which <laughs> of course I, another wo- another wonderful holiday. And yeah, just uh, well, I'm sure I'm sure we'll get into the games we're talking about here after this quick catch up. But Tyler, you've had much more of a roller coaster when it comes to schooling and grades and end of the semester. So um, yeah, yeah, I was laughing i was laughing pretty hard reading the discord <laughs> over your final like yeah, i didn't thanks. know what to write because i just thought it was so funny that a kid as smart as you was put in was put in hell basically a torture chamber i, I had it you know you know i had a lock on it obviously wasn't worried mm. at all uh <laughs> nearly failing nearly failed a class everybody uh we were close first time that's ever really happened but uh, uh i knew that I thought that if he didn't create, if he didn't curve the final test grade, then uh, I would fail the class and take it again. Uh, but turns out the calculation was a little different. The guy, sorry, Prof, I'm gonna fucking flame you on my podcast with 20 viewers or listeners. Uh, I like the the motherfucker doesn't let us see our final grades. Like they don't let us. He doesn't let us see our overall grade, right? So you have no idea what your standing was. Yeah, like I had no idea what my standing was for the entire time. It's only graded on nine things. Right? That shouldn't be like allowed. I think it's, like, it's six homeworks, three exams. That's it. Nothing else. Not nothing else. I had I got a hundred, one hundred percent on every single homework, but on the exams, I did. I was hot garbage. Like I just did trash. <laughs> like for. First exam was like a 55 I got on that fucking exam. 
Second was a 77 better. And the final, less than a 50. Not not good at all. And I barely passed that class. But you, hey, you did it. I I did. I I did it. You you passed that class and became the Elden Lord at the same time. That 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 bars celebration. I actually only became the Elden Lord yesterday. I I did not I finished the game, but I did not pick my ending and see the credits until yesterday. Uh, but yeah, no. Besides nearly failing an economics class. Oh uh, God, economics is the worst. Yeah, it. I mean that that's my that's my application focus area. So I'm going to be doing a lot more of it. I liked my go. first two e- economics classes. That's why I decided to do it. And then this, it's called microeconomic. Intermediate microeconomic analysis, uh, and it just kicked my ass. I sounds I, advanced. You know, I of course I probably could have studied more than I did and such, but man, like it, I, I could just have didn't realize. I could, could have eldened less and studied <laughs> I could, more. I could have elden ringed less, yes, but I mean, man, I don't know, man. Like I did so well on the homework because I could look at my notes and cross reference things, but like on the test, there's just so much to remember. And if you forget one, like each question is a full multi-step process. And if you if you forget one step, like midway through, you're, you're just cooked. kind of you're just kind of fucked. So I don't know. It was just hard for me. My my poor memory was really kicking me kicking me in the ass that class. But we we got by it. Hopefully things will be on the upturn for future economics classes. Uh, but I do have to take two summer classes and an internship this summer. So I have to take three summer classes um, Ooh, and, I'll, and I'll be working part time. So we're kind of in the same boat there. You'll uh, be making more money than me, which I'm not cool with, but <laughs> <laughs> really your, your, your tips won't cover the tips are not nearly as good here as people make it out to be really because members don't usually tip. It's only resort people better are they are the tips the same as like where we used to work no uh because we wow. don't do club we don't do clubs we don't score oh. clubs that's that's where all the money comes from well shit but uh, i'm fine with it i mean hopefully if you if you catch a drunk resort group uh you might get they might toss you a couple bucks so that's i and i get I paid more I could, and i get paid more hourly hourly my hourly's up so i don't think i could ever work at some place like that ever fuck, fucking again I, I, I love it down here because the people actually treat you like human beings. It's pretty cool. Oh, the, the I was about to say, is the yeah. culture a little better? <laughs> it's a it's a lot more relaxed and yeah, they just the the boss actually like cares about you when you say something. They listen. It's it's awesome. It's like mm. they, they they treat you like you breathe the same air that they do. It's it's incredible. Oh, okay, that's good. That's that's fair. yeah. I get well, I get food. Like I don't have to fend for myself and yeah, it's 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 wonderful. But but en- enough, anyway. about the, enough about the bad, right? Enough about the bad. Let's talk about the good. There's good. The, the good things have happened since we last saw each, since we last, you know, sat in this Skype call and, and taught and shot the shit. Uh, I got arrested, I guess. I'm at the CIA. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for for crimes that shall not be mentioned no. on, not on until- air. Not until spoiler territory, anyway. But yeah, but uh, we let's see. Uh, gotcha news. Uh, I summoned. They added the rest of the Sinnoh Elite Four uh, to Masters, so Flint isn't on his own anymore. Uh, and I got Aaron and Vespaquin. Why they didn't give him Jan Megas beyond me, but Vespaquin's pretty cool though. No, Vespaquin's cool. He's a support unit, which I need a lot of. Uh, so he's great. He's a good 
he's a good pair with uh with the Ingo and uh, Escavalier that we just got, uh, mm-hmm. since he has some stuff for Bug Zone if it's up, and uh, I guess next I'm gonna have to EX Guzma because he's like the only physical Bug Striker I have. Th- yeah, I know the Goose. I, I didn't. The Goose. It's your boy. Uh, I I had not really put too much effort into him because I had Lusamine and she was a far stronger striker. Yeah, well, uh, sure. But. <laughs> But, I mean, you know how much I love the glass cannon. She has little, zero defense, but it's all in attack and speed. Yeah, that, that's your style. Yeah, but, you know, now Goo, with the, with these two support units, they're much more, like, physically oriented. So uh, I guess he'll be the next project to sort of invest into. Uh, they added another Raya alt into Fire Emblem Heroes. Uh, yeah they they did um she made an appearance in waifu wednesday actually i could not believe it yeah they they did that alex alex was was sure he's quick man like you guys give me he's got it yeah i know it's named after me but i'm not the one who's got all the tools in the in the the arsenal there i don't know man you you put some you put some hard hitters in there sometimes i'll listen pg-13 scale has clearly been broken but Ah, of course no um Anyway, is she is she like a is she like a Felguard unit? I'm assuming she is a she is a fallen unit. Yes, uh, I don't know if she's as like game breaking as Fatal Guard was on release. Do they do, they, do, do we know what route she's from? Because the only she's either from Silver Snow or Crimson Flower. Then yeah, I think it's Silver. I'm gonna Snow. guess Silver. Yeah, I would say Silver Snow because that's where she's more. Corrupted. Judging by the Forging Bonds event, it kind of I, I get the vibe that it's Silver Snow. Because yeah, Sadith is running around like, oh shit, please help. <laughs> God, there's a lot of these things coming. <laughs> yeah, but they added they added her. Uh, that's that's about it for Gotcha News. That's nice. Um, it, it won't get me to dust the to dust off that app, I don't think. But no, 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 it's fine. Uh, I only do. I only got on it today for the first time in a week as well, so it's very much a, a week? not regular Ooh. thing. But Masters, I'm still grinding the shit out of obviously uh we know but it hasn't been that long yeah besides gotcha news uh as colby said i did uh <laughs> i have continued to play elden ring uh just a little bit each day just a small amount uh i am currently at oh, 95 hours 92 <laughs> hours that's disgraceful uh <laughs> actually disgraceful uh and like, that, next time, I, I next time I see it, next time I see a meme where it's like tag someone who needs to touch this and it's a blade of grass, I'm gonna tag you. <laughs> I, what else? I, I'm getting out still. I'm I'm not a complete shut in. Not a complete hermit. Not not completely, but it there's a lot to say on it, which we'll get to that later. But uh, we got we got an indie world that happened uh, today. We got a uh, Sunbreak uh, info news drop that happened yesterday. Uh, we have a movie that came, a certain movie that came out, a certain Marvel movie that we need to mm-hmm. talk about, too. Cinema uh, Boys are back, baby. I was about to say, uh, switching oh, up cinema is back. And I've started my streaming career. Yes, and Colby has started his streams. He's you, You've actually taken it to it pretty well. You got your, like, stream schedules, your tweeting out your fucking stream, I know. stream I, schedules. I, I know. It's 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 been a lot of fun, actually, uh, just playing through Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, I don't know what... I, I can perfectly comprehend and 
give out my thoughts when I don't have a microphone in front of me. When you put the microphone in front of me, I just become like spaghetti with my words. I don't know what to say about it. Besides, like, oh, it's so good. Um, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll you'll have your chance uh, today after. Well, we might want to do it before the Elden Ring talk. Uh, <laughs> We're gonna do everything before the Elden Ring talk. <laughs> I I wrote I I wrote notes for it, so it, I shouldn't get too off crazy off track. No, uh, I mean FF7 remakes just everything I imagined it would be. It's been awesome. I'm on chapter. 11 now so we're getting in the nitty-gritty we're about to the climax of our story here with our yeah. characters um but yeah stream schedules out on twitter if you want to swing by at 8 p.m eastern time um it's been it's been a lot of fun if you guys want to come hang out for a little bit we've got a little community over there we're getting through it it's been yes. a lot of fun um, I've, I've met a lot of really cool people doing it and yeah it's just something to look forward to doing somehow someone from my pokemon discord found you like <laughs> yeah like, i know who it is like whooper yeah, I know. I, I didn't I even know, know she's that. She's great. She's in every single one. Yeah, I didn't even like. I don't even know how because she wasn't through me. <laughs> no, she's great. So she just she's, found you on her own, which is really no, cool. She, shout no, out, shout out, Wooper. Yeah, she's great. I, I love, I love engaging with her. She's really funny. We she were talking about the other day. <laughs> no, she's very knowledgeable. We were talking about the other day on stream how Kate Sis limit break should be him ratioing you on Twitter in the next <laughs> installment. <laughs> Because he only had two limit breaks in the original game, and one was like rolling dice, and the other was like I don't even know. But it'd be so much cooler if you would just like ratio you. His phone. Yeah, he it's like finds you on Twitter. 7. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Just, his iPhone five, and he just ratios <laughs> you on Twitter. I see. Well, if you want more content and banter like that, head on over to twitch.tv slash Cold17Gaming for your daily. That's it. For your weekly, uh, is it how what what is your schedule by the way for this? I'm week? doing it. Is it, is so, it consistent or anything? Tonight, so it's been two weeks in a row where I've done Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So by the mm-hmm. time you're hearing this, Friday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, I'll be on. It basically just works around <coughs> when I work because I work gotcha. Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. So I'm either streaming or working. So some are saying that I'm working seven days a week. But I mean, I'm, are you really working when you're doing what you love? No, that's a good point. Um, so yeah, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm not working. Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm definitely working. Of course, but uh, we'll we'll get to your thoughts on Final Fantasy VII uh, probably later. I think I think we should start yeah. with news first. Yeah. Uh, start yeah. With, let's start let's, with the presentations. Let's... We'll go on to we should probably, we'll probably do switch it up cinema uh, after that, and then after that we can get on to the big segments of our two new addictions. Yeah, uh, we can lead off. Um, we can lead off Indie World with. A tweet that I sent out earlier that yeah. just said, I'm going to guess it didn't happen in regards to – it's just it's just funny at this point how – are we sure Hollow Knight Silksong exists? I mean, I don't really know anymore. <laughs> it, it's kind of hard to tell. It is hard to tell, but I, I don't know. I, I didn't watch the indie world, I'll admit. I was – I wasn't busy. I was just doing things I'd rather do mm-hmm. than watch the indie world. And from the consensus on the internet, it wasn't that great. Not much of a showstopper by any means. But there are definitely some cool projects there that, you know, if you're interested in, you should definitely check out. I can't name any off the top of my head. Tyler, you have more knowledge uh, on this than I did because you actually tuned in for a little bit, if not all of it. I yeah, I, I was about two minutes late, but looking at the timestamps of the official video, I I didn't miss anything. Uh, things that stood out to me. Uh, Soundfall, which is a uh, dungeon crawler that's sort of uh, tied 
it's like a dungeon crawler rhythm game. So think, what was that Zelda uh, game? Oh, um, Cadence of Hyrule? Cadence of Hyrule, yeah. So kind of like that, except not on a grid pattern, uh, more of like a free movement pattern. And again, you guys know my uh, my custom you video game pitch yeah. uh, was, you know, love having these like rhythm game elements put into, you know, adventure games and action adventure games. This is more of a top-down dungeon crawler, which obviously, uh, you know, my favorite game being Mystery Dungeon uh, appeals to me. But if you do actions in tune to the song, you power up your actions and you can do uh, cool little things. So it's just interesting to see, like, there are a few after I made that pitch. I'm starting to notice a few more games. I, I'm definitely not saying that I started the trend or anything. Or that you some, did. Some, no, people tuned into our, some developers tuned into our podcast or anything. I'll say it. But uh, it's just cool because that's just an idea that I really want to see realized and, and pushed more because like soundtracks in video games are just so intrinsic to the memorability of certain moments now. They and are art. They, they are just, they're just so important these days. Like, the two two of the most important things in gaming for me that have kind of risen up the bar as the years have gone on is voice is like voice acting and uh, music. Just audio, really. Any any type of yeah, audio. Yeah, just like good audio. If the VA work really like kind of shows if there's passion behind the work, you know what I mean. Obviously, indie games will not all have that. I'm not saying that right. Soundfall has to have it, but. <laughs> Like, yeah, it brings the world to life, definitely. But like hearing that stuff, like those are two things that like can really clearly show the passion, like how much passion there is behind a project. So uh, obviously, Soundfall being all about soundtracks, I'm sure it's great. For the few clips I saw of it seemed to have a lot of potential. So that was one that stood out to me. Uh, Wild Frost was a leave a card game uh, where it's like you know it's sort of like a magic sort of thing it's just this it was kind of hard but like the visuals are kind of cool and uh you kind of like upgrade your hub town to unlock cards and stuff to battle other people so that that stood out to me as well totally accurate battle simulators coming to the switch what a uh, name gunbrella is uh what? yeah gunbrella is this uh 2d name. 2d game it reminds me of a game called the last station but you're like a detective, you're solving a crime, there's like this mystery, murder mystery going on, uh, but it's all in this like pixelated like art style, so that looks really cool as well. And another Crab's Treasure. Now, this is a, it's a 3D uh, ac- like adventure game, and you play as this little crab, uh, and... <laughs> I'm sorry, whenever you say crab, all I can think about is the o- the Obama meme with all the crabs dancing on the beach. Yeah, yeah, of course. Crab crabs have been very much memed lately. Uh there've been a lot of crustacean memes going around. It's just funny. No, crabs are very funny they, little guys. They can't, they can't help it. They, they can't help it and everything apparently evolves into crabs now. But uh, another crab's treasure. It's basically this adventure game where you're a crab or some sort of crustacean being, and you're running around on. I, it was muted when I was doing this because I was, I was going, I was doing errands with my girlfriend, but I knew I had to watch this for the podcast. Oh, yeah. Priorities. So it was muted, but uh, from what I saw, it was like you can gain different shells. Essentially, you're kind of more like, more of a hermit crab, right? 
and you can gain different items and use them as shells. So there's like tin cans and like other like trash items that become your shell. And those different items that you pick up will have different abilities and they will give you different abilities and different attacks and things you can do uh, as you fight through enemies and levels uh, in this very... Uh, you're like under the sea, but it's like very simplistic art style. It, it's kind of hard to explain, but it looks really cool. And just the way that enemies were like attacking, it looked like really fun to play and being able mm-hmm. to switch between these different abilities on you f- on the fly based on what you find around uh, seemed to be cool. So that was another one that stood out to me. Uh, one shot, uh, World Machine Edition. Uh, I don't know what the edition does again because it was muted, but uh one shot is a really cool game that kind of plays with your settings uh it's a very very meta game uh so it like does stuff with your files on your computer when you play it i'm not sure how it's going to translate to the switch you'll be you'll beat that game instantly mr Cybersecurity major <sighs> i don't don't make me laugh <laughs> uh but yeah one shot fantastic story it came out uh a few years ago but uh i've watched it i've watched it on youtube and it really captivated me with the story i never had it myself because i have a crap top and uh i never do pc i never did pc games because i didn't think my computer could run any of them back then oh but, same here uh one shot is really cool if you want to check that out i'm sure that's going to be awesome and that was everything that kind of stood out to me those those were the games uh that really sort of caught my eye and uh, even though i couldn't even listen to the audio that for some of them they uh they intrigued me so all right uh, wonderful that that's what i got at, at indie world of course no his <laughs> silk song i don't know i don't even think silk song would be revealed in an indie world like at this point i don't i think it would be its own announcement to be honest well i mean at this point we're a month away from what would have been e3 could just see it next month honestly that's true we could i don't know man like tragedy must... can strike at any time maybe something real bad happened and we're just gonna have to yeah, Except COVID, that it might not come out. COVID can ramshack those indie projects, unfortunately. But yeah, yeah, I mean, this kind of serves as like the appetizer to next month's what I'm assuming will be like entree with as news goes, because usually s- summer news drops are pretty big. And Nintendo has Battle League, Fire Emblem. They have a pretty mm-hmm. loaded summer coming up. Well, now Xenoblade, like pretty loaded summer coming up. So yeah, I'm assuming we'll definitely get something in a bigger scope next month so maybe it'll show up there or maybe this project unfortunately is just taking a lot longer than they thought which well, i mean we're, we're breath of the wild 2 fans it's okay like it's, it's, I mean, it's gonna be fine i mean the original hollow knight is just so stupidly incredibly de- it's definitely a masterpiece of gaming i want to pick it up uh now that i've played these i've been getting these harder games it's not as intimidating to me because i will never buy elden ring ever I mean, your birth your birthday is coming up, so you might not have to, pal. Dude, it, I I want to like go outside and like be around people <laughs> I like and play a variety of games. I I don't want to be stuck on this forever. You won't be stuck on it forever. Just maybe in ninety hours. That's all. I don't have ninety hours. I'm not I, I'm not eighteen anymore. Where I can sink six hundred hours in the fire emblem. Okay, then I'll, I'll join your game. I'll drop you some OP gear. There's a duplication glitch already discovered. Then you'll be you'll blast through the game easy. Okay, I'll speed run it. I'll go next yeah. stream. Speed running Elden Ring. You can speed run it in like two minutes. 
Because there are, like, wrong warp glitches that make you teleport just to the end of the fucking game. <laughs> okay, I'm doing it. I'll do it. Okay. Done. You can stream it, yeah. Yeah, it's perfect. Great. It'll be a four-minute stream. It sounds fun for everybody watching. Of course, but... Oh, sorry, I, I just got off my... T- what was I no, talking, we talking about? We were talking about how Hollow Knight's like Hollow a Knight, masterpiece. Yeah. And- but yeah, Hollow Knight is just a masterpiece of, like, world-building and, you know, very Elden Ring-esque kind of hides the story from you you kind of discover it as you go along and when you end the game you might still not know everything about the world uh but just the the, the detail like i think it's a use a lot of hand, all these hand-drawn animations uh, it's it, it's no wonder that it's taking so long the yeah. silk song because this is a whole new character we're going to be going to whole new locations that they have to create there's going to be new mechanics even besides all the artistic elements and the fact that Hollow Knight came out at all is insane, to yeah, be honest. The amount of work that got put into it, it's amazing. So I I want to pick that up soon. But, uh, yeah, anyway, kind of off topic. Back on back on track. So well, you got Monster Hunter. Yeah, I guess, I guess it's still me. That's true. Uh, yeah, the Monster Hunter, a Monster Hunter Rise digital event uh, released uh, yesterday or by the time you're hearing this, uh, Tuesday, it came Direct out. Direct Deposit Tuesday is when it came out. Yes. And it gave us some new uh, information on the game, just a few new uh, interesting tidbits. Uh, so uh, we'll just recap what happened there. Uh, shouldn't take too long. But we first up, we have uh, three new monsters, or one, uh, three new monsters coming to uh, the DLC. One is Seregios, which was an, a flagship of an older uh, Monster Hunter game. I believe it was Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate. Uh, it was, was its flagship game. And it's this you know, super fast uh, flying wyvern with these sh- uh, razor-sharp scales uh, that inflict bleed on you. So uh, very dangerous status condition. Uh, and also a fan-favorite monster. It was in Monster Hunter Stories, too, so that's how I knew what it was. Uh, but then we got some subspecies of existing monsters uh, that were already in Rise. We have, uh, what was it called? Uh, basically, it's a Somnicanth, which is uh, usually a sleep element monster. It has this powder or this mist that it breathes that it puts you to sleep with. Uh, but now it is a subspecies, and it actually it now has ice uh, abilities, ice uh, freezing breath. Uh, monster Hunter does this a lot with its monsters. They give it subspecies that basically just... Does it also have a high critical hit rate like it does in Pokemon? <laughs> no, I do not believe so. It, it's oh, not okay. Frost Breath. Right. Right. Uh, that sucks. But, 40 uh, power, 90 hit <laughs> accuracy. Yes. I, I believe we do have... I, believe this I don't know why I know that. That's <laughs> random. That is pretty random. I wouldn't expect you to know that off the top of your head. I don't even know that off the top of my head. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, just Pokemon moves. Like, if you just name the move, I, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe there's something in there. Maybe I'll know it. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, we have a an ice element Somnicanth. Uh, I believe some. I believe the uh, the subspecies have some unique moves as well for their elements. Uh, it's not just a reskin with a new element. Most of the time, some of them kind of feel like they are, but that's okay. <laughs> if there's more content, it's fine. So ice element Somnicanth. We have a fire element uh, Alamudron. That one's called a magma Alamudron. Uh, that sh- that motherfucker's a pain in the ass to fight normally, <laughs> so now we're going to be taking fire damage, it's just going to be a mess. And he's normally weak to fire, so 
I'm gonna have to switch up my strategy for him and make some new some new weapons to take him down. But sounds like it. Yeah, we got to see that. It looks like he leaves like explosives all over the place, which That's is pretty, pretty sick. sick. But we have a big mechanics change that was also revealed in this, uh, which is the switch skill swap mechanic. So this will probably this will likely come to the regular game even if you don't get the DLC, but this feature allows you to change your switch skill loadouts during the middle of a hunt, which you couldn't do before. Uh, that sounds for, pretty helpful. For those of you who aren't aware, switch skills are basically your special moves that combine your weapon with the wire bugs that are this game's central mechanic. Some of them do. Uh, some of the other ones aren't specifically wire bug attacks, but they're kind of looped in the same uh, category of switch skills. And... There, each each weapon has, I believe, three switch skills to choose from. Uh, or there are some, there are different, sorry. They have three different switch skills. Each of those you can choose between different ones. So you have three unique skills that can be changed out for, di- for different types of weapons. Uh, but normally, once you set those three, you know, that was it, right? Like you had to... You went to once you go into a hunt, you can't switch them out again until I believe you go to the camp. And even then, I'm not sure if you can do it. It's been a while since I've checked because usually I just roll with the same switch skills because I know it's too much of a hassle <laughs> to change them. Uh, now you don't have to worry about that. Yeah, you kind of just stick with one. But now, and it's super fast too. It seems like you just like your hunter takes a stance, their weapon shines, and then you're ready to have a whole new like set of moves at your disposal. Does the so game you, slow down at all, or is it still go at normal pace? It's still like it seems as normal pace. Like if you're just disengaged from a fight, you can quickly. It takes like a second, and then you have a whole new set of moves that you can do. So that can do some crazy combos with certain weapons. Uh, I can only imagine. And they're adding new switch skills to the game with this DLC anyway. So there's going to be even more options. I just can't wait to see the crazy shit that people do uh, with that mechanic. That that's going to be so so cool and like stylish, you know, for really cool hunts. So. That was something that kind of, you know, dropped my jaw a little bit. I couldn't believe that that was a mechanic that they were adding. Uh, what do you think one, the end goal is for Monster Hunter Rise? Like, how many years are you trying to get out of this? Uh, this, well, they did say that they were going to add title updates to Sunbreak after uh, the DLC releases. So it's going to be uh-huh. a DLC, and then there's going to be more updates after that. And at least judging off of Monster Hunter World, title updates include, like, new monsters, new... Uh, store new event quests, you know, new armors, new weapons, all sorts of stuff. So, uh, Monster Hunter World stuff to keep the game fresh. Oh yeah, definitely stuff to keep the game fresh. Bringing in returning monsters from old games uh, and making them huntable. Uh, doing more cross promotional events with like other franchises, like they did. They have a Sonic uh, crossover in this game. Uh, they have a Street Fighter one in this game. They had a Devil May Cry one in the last game. So they, they're definitely skilled at making these games have a lot of longevity. Uh, Monster Hunter World, I know, went on for a few years. And at the very end, they added some crazy, super hard, like, the end game of the end games stuff. Like, it's not small. Like, they added... Uh, Shit, they added, I forget what the dragon is called, but it's it's 
the monster that can control like every element in the game, and that was a super hard uh, Alatrion. That's what it's called. Uh, now leave us alone, said the developers. And then the final one, they added Fatalis, the canonically strongest monster in lore, and th- they brought it back for the first time in years. Where do you get the lore from? Uh, there's not too much lore in Monster Hunter that you have to dig deep for, but, uh, especially back in the early days, there are, like, there's all sorts of talks about ancient civilizations and people who came before, but it's all very vague, so you're left to come to your own conclusions on it, but they're, like, their ruins are left behind. Even in this game, uh, there are, like, the first area you go to has these abandoned shrines and these, uh, broken-down village houses, uh, and they have these little notes that you can find around each map that kind of tell a story about uh the main elder dragon threats of the game and how they rampage through the land uh so the lore it's the lore isn't on the surface too much but i I can't imagine the monster hunter lore is i mean it's pretty it's it can be pretty wacky for sure but uh you know me I, i love hearing that stuff i love finding the hidden sort of story yeah in these you, love, games. you love weird lore between Monster Hunter and Sonic. Yes, I know. Th- th- that stuff is obviously it. not canon. <laughs> but uh, another mechanics change that they added, well, not a change, it's more of an addition, is that you can bring AI companions with you on your hunts now. Uh, in single-player hunts only, not in the online quest. But pre- Monster Hunter hasn't really done a whole lot with like NPC hunters to hunt alongside you. But for this, you can you can bring along like a whole bunch of people. Uh, in the new area alone, you have five different AI companions, each with different weapons that can assist you on single player hunts. And in uh, back in Kimura, the the place of base Monster Hunter Rise, we already have confirmed two people that you can uh, summon to help you. And they in the in the uh, trailer they said that you can have there's even more that we don't know about yet. So. Uh, that's gonna be interesting. Uh, they like they use items, they set traps like normal, you know, human being hunters do. Uh, it's gonna be interesting because I don't know how you like. There's so many variables to sort of like account for in AI behavior during a hunt. So I'm excited to see how smooth, like if they implemented that well. Yeah. But you know. This also leaves the door open for you know elitist hunters to come out and be like, oh, you didn't fight the hunt the monster alone. You're not a real hunter. Uh, very you much take your, take your hunting card. Yeah, very Thank much God. mirroring what's happening in Elden Ring right now with an item called the Mimic Tier, and like because you can summon AI to help you fight bosses in that game too. Mm-hmm. And there's this like elitism around it, like oh, if you don't beat the boss without summons, you're not a you're not a real gamer. You don't. You don't. You didn't actually beat the boss how you're supposed to. Um, but the way I invented it. Yes, the way I would like you to do it. But <laughs> dude, shut up! I, we paid seventy dollars for this. I'm gonna do it's what like, I bro, want. Bro, I'm not good at the video game. Just let me summon. Uh, but we also got some more info on Malzino, the. Uh, oh yes, the Italian one. Yeah, the the Dracula dragon. Uh, we got some cool insight on its design. We got to see some concept art, uh, which is really cool. But basically, this thing uh, c- 
commands these smaller, like, leech-looking creatures, and they help it suck the life force out of organisms that they latch on to. So very much draining the target of blood, very vampire-like. And it has, like, a command grab attack where it gives you a new status condition called Blood Blight, where basically if you're inflicted with that, if it attacks you and hits you, it steals... It takes your life and, like, heals itself. But if you attack it, you steal life back from it. So you're kind of in this life force tug of war with it if you're inflicted with this status condition. So I, I thought that was really cool. Not entirely sure how they're going to... I don't know if you're able to cure it with, like, a like the regular means, like with a null berry. Normally that's, like, a full heal that can cure most blights, but... I wonder if maybe this one is like forced upon you or you need a stronger uh, mm. piece of medicine uh, to get you out of it. But, yep, follow requests. Sorry, I'm just kind of Not good. stepping through here to figure out what else. Oh, yeah, okay. So you can, for the going back to the swapping switch skills, you can either do it as you're standing still or you can do it while you're dodging. So if you're dodging an attack, you can do it mid-dodge and then immediately follow up with another attack. So not bad, not the flow bad. Of, the flow of combat is about to be fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, they're also going to release promotional videos and all of the new Switch skills starting, I think, May 16th. So they'll be putting out videos on new weapon attacks and, and cool things. So that's going to be sick. Uh, pre-order bonuses, product info, yada, 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 yada. Okay, yeah. Uh, there's a new pro controller uh, with like a Malzino oh, design across the front of it. Looks so so sick. Uh, but I believe that is everything. Yep, that's everything. So that was the Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak digital event. Uh, some new stuff, but not a lot, which I'm totally fine with. I would like to be surprised when the DLC comes out, but. Uh, I need to really get back. I need to get back into it. I need to start playing that again once I get out of my Elden Ring addiction. Yeah, you're um, gonna be busy. I mean, shit. I th- I'm pretty sure the I'm <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Metroid Dread Boss Rush update came out, and I haven't played it because I've been playing too much Elden Ring. <laughs> I haven't seen anything on it, but it has to be out by now. I thought, yeah, it, was I thought, I thought it was April, right? Yeah. So unless they delayed it or something, but yeah, that's that's Monster Hunter. So that's it. Those were those were the new those were the news sections. So I oh, guess no. I mean I'm I guess I'll ask because that sold you on getting Monster Hunter at all, Colby? No, not even a little bit. Okay. <laughs> well, your birthday's coming up, so I can just force them on you. It's gonna look great on the Macari Marketplace. <laughs> Shut the fuck. <laughs> you you fucker. <laughs> That plastic ceiling? Who I'm gonna be able to get full retail value for that. I you. <laughs> <laughs> selling your selling your Pokemon game for 120 bucks wasn't enough. Oh, listen, it worked out. It worked out. It did. I, I, it, it was it was in the long it was a long play, but it worked out. Went towards a good cause. Well, of course it did. Do you want to talk about the doctor? We we can talk about the doc. Are we putting up a spoiler warning right now? We can do non-spoiler first, and then we'll I'll timestamp it so I can get spoilers. All right. Well, you can start then. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, the latest installment in Phase 4 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe 
dropped this past weekend in Doctor Strange in in the Multiverse of Madness, right? That's what mm-hmm. it's called. Yeah. Our premises are good-looking, dashing Doctor Strange encounters this person who can travel, can traverse the multiverse, and is trying to basically run away and run away from all these people who are trying to take her power from this unknown, quote-unquote, um, villain who is trying to get the power for their own good. Uh, you and I both saw it this weekend. I gotta say, I'm I usually when I walk out of a movie, I'm like. That was a, let's say, like a 9 out of 10. Like, let's yeah. just say, like, that's a 9 out of 10, and I go to bed, and I wake up the next day, and I think about it, I'm like, yeah, that's a 9 out of 10. I'll rewatch it. Yep, 9 out of 10. Mm. Not the case with this movie. Yeah. I walked out, and I was like, uh, this it's this score. And then I just looked online, saw people saying, like, eh, no, it's this score. Then I talked to you, I'm like, eh, no, it's this score. And this morning, all the way up to this morning, I was like, <laughs> I had yet to land on a number I felt comfortable with as far as like what to give it out of 10 or 100, because I like the 100 point scale. Yeah. And I landed, I landed on 8, 8 out of 10. Uh, that's what I'm going to give Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. It is very different from all other Marvel movies, and it does the different pretty well. Uh, this is a Sam Raimi movie. Like it has his his dirty little paws are on every every scene, every yeah. moment of this movie. Introduces cool concepts. It's just I, I feel like it. I mean, it it's I'm, just it was even though it was different, there was still too much of the normal formula Marvel movie. You know what I mean? I, I yeah definitely. And you know, there's like cool. I feel like we can talk about spoilers. I feel like the movie like it's. The, first, the opening act's pretty good, like you're into it, and then it kind of slows down a little bit to be like, oh, hey, look at this person. And ten minutes later, it's like, oh, my God, what just happened to this person? And yeah. Then, you know, um, but the the thing that the ending really turned me off in a lot of different ways that uh, we can get into that, like the last 15 minutes of the movie, like there's one really good part, and then it kind of makes fall short. Yeah. Um. But no, my biggest critique is that there's not enough Doctor Strange, I don't think. Like, there's not enough Doctor Strange using magical powers, and I get yeah. he's not he's not as powerful as the person he's trying to stop, but I don't know. I, I, I we mean, saw him in fucking, Infinity he War. Thanos, for Christ's sake. In Infinity War and Endgame, he's using, like, these spells. He does the butterfly. He does the multiple, like, he does the multiple strings. He can strings, just, like, he the, lasso. Into the mirror dimension. He's got he picks black up, holes and he shit. He picks up, like, 20 people once and just basically sends them straight to hell in Endgame. Yeah. Uh, but he doesn't do anything in this movie, really. Like, that's my biggest critique. And he, it's not his movie. It's not Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. It's Scarlet Witch in the Multiverse of Madness featuring Doctor Strange. Yeah. It, <laughs> that's the movie. It, it's you can go like, now. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. I I don't know. I mean, you and I already talked about this movie, so sorry. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't mean to like interrupt you with my oh, exasperated size. Uh, but it just it just tried to do a lot in things that didn't really end up mattering, and it didn't do enough in things that seemed like they did matter in the end. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we'll get into it in spoilers, but, you know, a lot of it was just really fast. There, there, there wasn't a lot of time taken on the important things that I think they should have focused more on. And even the stuff that they focused more on were there and then it was gone, you know? There's just so, there was so much in this damn movie. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think that was a good thing. 
Like there is it's the, easily this, move, this movie is like, the springboard for the multiverse concept in the MCU. I don't know if it is. I mean, for a multiverse, it didn't really go that many places. I mean, you can't go everywhere, but I know you can't go. It's kind of hard for me to say that it didn't go that many places when I say that it tried to do too much. I don't know. Like, even for a multiverse, it felt very self-contained, if that makes sense. No, I agree. I don't know. It's hard to wrap. It's hard to describe a movie like this, I guess. Yeah, it's but, tough. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be it'll be easier to talk about it in spoiler sections because I can cite certain examples of where I felt kind of strange about it. Uh, All right. Well, we can just get in the spoilers then right now. Um, I'm going right. to timestamp it here. So uh, what is it? All right, I got it. So uh, I'll start with spoilers. All right. Um, hang on, I'm just I'm just finishing up my note here. It's all right. Uh, okay, so spoilers. My favorite part of the movie. There's a lot of cameos in this movie. There is. But Tyler, I think you and I can agree on this. When when Doctor Strange is fighting Sinister Strange, and he says, "I can't do this alone," and he opens up a portal and says, "It's Morbin time." <laughs> And Dr. Michael Morbius jumps out. I, 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 my theater stu- – it was a standing ovation. Oh, yeah. we def- uh, My my theater wasn't as uh, excited about that moment, but there were still some claps for sure. Oh, like uh, me and my sister looked at her and we were like, no way. It's Dr. Michael Morbius. It's Dr. And, Morbius. And he, just, he says it's time to get morbed. And he, he, beat, he, he beat Sinister Strange with one punch. And then he somehow traverses the multiverse and then – defeats the scarlet witch it was awesome uh it was a really great job by kevin feige and yeah uh, amazing decision amazing amazing i also love the part where uh, dr strange was like this multiverse is madness and <laughs> and then the credits rolled and then the credits rolled it was incredible i i couldn't believe just, it and then just innovative storytelling at its finest yeah and then american chavez uh she had some good lines in there, like it's time to save Private Ryan. And then they open up a portal and they see Tom Hanks and they go to the beaches of Normandy and stop World War II and Earth like 112. It was awesome. It was a, so <laughs> many great Christ. cameos, but not. It's for serious, okay. yeah. Joking, <laughs> joking aside. Joking aside. Um, yeah, I don't know. Wanda shouldn't have lost at all. There is no reason that Wanda should have lost. They play with power levels a lot in this movie, even between scenes. Like one moment, Wanda is erasing someone's mouth from ex- just with a look from existence. And the next she's doing hand to hand combat with a person without superpowers or a person who's just like slightly stronger, just a regular ass super soldier. That's what gives her trouble. And then she chases our hero slowly down a long hallway I think without that, using her telekinetic powers to pull them closer. And then uh, yeah. Doctor Strange seems to be like he's going to do this big, like, magical whatever the fuck. And he just nope. drops some water on her. And that stops her. Like, yeah. what? How powerful is she supposed to be? The movie's definitely meant to be like, okay, this is Scarlet Witch unhinged, cuffs off, all that stuff. But beside, But you're right. Like, the scale, she doesn't. The movie doesn't do a good job of displaying her magic capabilities because all she does is throw projectiles. That's it. She but just even mashes, then, she mashes A the whole movie. No, but like the siege of Kamertaj, she single-handedly killed 
everyone. And she escaped the mirror dimension, like, on her own. And she got into we, people's minds and, like, like just We needed more of that. Off. We needed more of that. Like, I know. The scene of Kamartaj might be, like, the best, like, just important scene of the movie. I really liked it from when her and Strange were talking and she tries to get into the barrier. And then she, like, does the – there's the special effect where she, like, gets behind the sorcerer's ear and tells him to run. And that's how it breaks the shield. And then – you know, yada, yada, yada. And then she confronts Doctor Strange and you're like, oh, shit, like the two strongest, even though he's not Sorcerer Supreme, he's still like the strongest um, sorcerer. You're the, the two strongest magic users about to duel. And then he does the mirror dimension thing, which was sick, but that we just didn't get enough of that. That was like the coolest Doctor Strange was the whole movie. Yeah, I mean, all of his spells were like. But you're right very, about Wanda. Very samey, right? Very. You're right about Wanda. One moment she's turning someone into spaghetti, and then yeah, the next like she's literally she's, erasing she's, from existence. The one guy was on the ground, and she just like point, like she put, she put put her hand out, and he was just gone, like reduced to nothing. Yeah, and she's not to be reasoned with this entire movie. Like she's just on a rampage. So you would think that you'd get the. She, did you see the report where? There was a rumor, and I don't know if it's true, but there was a rumor that Hugh Jackman's Wolverine was going to appear after she erased the Illuminati. And Scarlet Witch, like, he was going to be on screen for 15 seconds because Scarlet Witch was just going to rip his adamantium skeleton out of his body. Like, that's how strong she is. And There was a lot of reshoots for this movie, allegedly. So you got to wonder how much didn't make it in. Yeah, I remember, yeah, it's true, but I, I don't know. I think you're bright. Like, Wanda is by far the best part of the movie, but at the same time, they didn't maximize the Scarlet Witch, I don't think. No, and and the, now the, she and the performance though, right? Incredible. Like, Olsen murdered this performance. She's at least she's really scary at points in the movie. Oh my god! Like evil Scarlet Witch is a threat. Like she makes you believe that she's a threat, even despite all these inconsistencies in her power level. Like she plays it amazingly. It's it's incredible. Yeah, she's like. She's she's really she's really freaking good. She definitely stole the show. That's why I say it's like the, it's the Scarlet Witch in the Multiverse of Madness featuring yeah, Doctor Strange because it really is. Movie. Yeah, and it the, is. Again, yeah. the actors like Benedict Cumberbatch again, incredible, great, f- slipped right back into the role. Just they didn't give him good stuff to work with. You know? No, and he's a really cool character who shines. Like Doctor Strange is a good movie. I like it, but he really shines in Infinity War and Endgame where he's kind of like um like a 1B, 1C character. Not to say that you can't make a good Doctor Strange movie. It's just if you're going to do that, it needs to be around about Doctor Strange. Yeah. Who's this really cool character and Mm. can do a lot of cool things, but at the same time, they don't do enough. I don't think the magic is like, they don't do a good job displaying the magical capabilities that they have because they just throw projectiles. And like you said, like literally now we're in spoilers like she erases black bolt's mouth like from his body just by looking at him and then yeah for some reason she's fighting peggy carter with hand to hand like yeah and she can't just erase her from existence apparently she absorbed captain marvel's power who got her power from an infinity stone i really thought that captain i thought captain marvel had the best shot against her i really did it was black bolt for about 10 seconds yeah right I I mean I don't what'd know what you the think fuck of that. Was... What'd you what'd you think of them introducing the Illuminati and then immediately I, murdering I all of them? I I did not like it. I, I like why that whole part could have been cut out of the movie and replaced with something way more productive. 
like I don't I don't think we need the Illuminati sequence, in this movie. That whole sequence was there just for shock value. That's it. It added nothing. No, it, it was it, it, the whole purpose of that was to like, oh hey, these characters exist in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay, now back to your regularly scheduled programming. But it takes like 20, 25 minutes of a two hour movie, which is a, a fourth of it. it's a big chunk. Yeah, it's like great to show Scarlet Witch's power. But then again, you go and nerf that power in the immediately next scene anyway. Yeah, where, like, again, I get she is, like, she was barefoot, and I think the whole purpose of that was to, like, give reference to zombie Scarlet Witch from What If. And, like, I was about she's to say, like, she was she's, like, injured a little bit, sure, but she can fucking fly. <laughs> she can float and hover wherever she wants to go. Yeah, and could seemingly just beat the shit out of Doctor Strange at any moment she wants to. Like, like she she has the upper hand until the writers don't want her to anymore, and then Strange does. These are two characters whose power levels can be completely dependent on what scene they're in. A lot of inconsistency with that. A definitely. lot of inconsistency. Now, I love the casting for the Illuminati. I think it's cool. Oh yeah, concept. now that we're now that we're in spoilers, um. Reed Richards is actually holding me captive. In I was going to say, Fantastic Four, Reed Richards, great. Awesome. For the brief time that he was there, I loved John Krasinski's performance of him. Uh, Black Bolt was actually from the Inhuman series. Uh, he was yeah, the same actor on TV. from there. Again, great. I, I liked the way he played the character. Uh, like Haley, it, Haley Atwell as Captain Carter, great. Obviously, but... not not the same Captain Carter from What If. Uh, just a different uh, universe's Captain Carter. And Patrick Stewart's always great as, and he said he'll be back in the MCU like as another variant. So I mean, I also great sick. nod to that, great nod to the animated X Men series. Oh yeah, with the green suit and the and yellow, the yellow chair, chair. And, the, and the song that played when he came in, and yeah, yeah. Days of Future Past, where he says the line, "Just because yeah. someone stumbles and loses their way doesn't mean they're lost forever," I mean, which he says that, to young like, X. He has no reason to trust this strange. Like, it feels like that all happened so fast, too. The Mordo thing was super, like, it was all, a lot of this Mordo, stuff was super Mordo fast anyway. Mordo served no purpose. Mordo There's a lot, a, a, lot of, a lot of characters in this movie serve zero purpose. Christine Palmer also being one of them. Like, yeah, the whole I love get, story about Christine, like, I couldn't really care less about that. Like, it seemed I like Strange you, was so far past that, you know? Yeah, but I, I like the idea... They set up – again, the first 45 minutes of the movie, re, like, setting up something pretty cool. Like, because everyone, like – at least the wedding scene where he sits next to that guy he used to be surgeons with, he's like, the blip, did you really yeah. have – yeah, did, did you, you really, really have, have to, to give him – yeah, and he's, like, kind of, like, battling him, like, mentally. Like, is he happy? Did he do the right thing? Yada, yada, yada. But now there's all these multiverses where they reference the events of Infinity War where if they just had Professor X and Black Bolt, Thanos would get killed in two seconds. But yeah. uh, I don't know. I mean – all right, let's talk about some good parts of the movie. I feel like we're just bashing like the uh, power. We need to say we need to talk. We need to talk one more thing. It's kind of it kind of speaks Go to this it. person. Go for it. It kind of it's kind of serves our point about this person that we didn't bring them up at all, and that's America Chavez. She didn't do anything. Like they didn't develop her at all. It it was sad to see. Like she was there the whole movie as a Mag as a walking, breathing MacGuffin. You could have used that. It. You could have you could have cut out the Illuminati and added her and giving her some more development for sure and kept, it, and kept it at two hours. Yeah. yeah, let's get rid of the Illuminati. Get rid of like you can happy go to they're alternate. all there, no doubt. It was super cool seeing them, but we're gonna in a different like, movie, you know, like not this one. Yeah, this movie has too much to set up for you to be like a thirty minutes of oh hey, there's that guy that you wanted in the MCU forever. Yeah, I don't and then, know. 
like but they're, gonna, he, they're, but they're gonna see the shock value and see the money and see the big reaction and be like oh we should do more of this let's put yeah. tom cruise iron man in the next one like i mean he would be a fantastic superior iron man because superior I, iron man's a fucking dick the rumor so, is it's inevitable like, I that would, he's gonna be in these honestly movies. great casting that'd be sick but uh i don't know man like she she was there and she couldn't control her powers until the plot needed her to and she punched the Scarlet Witch twice. And that was it. And she still didn't stand a chance against her. Like, no. She but did nothing. I, uh, it, did, it did lead uh, to one of the best scenes in the movie. but It did, yes. But, but again, it's I, just a I, plot. I agree. She's just a plot device. No, they u- and they use that scene with the memories of Stephen Strange seeing the date with Christine Palmer. And then you see American Chavez use her power accidentally. She can't control it. And it gets rid of basically everyone in her universe gone her, yeah her, her yeah life, and they, yeah. so they try to set up some emotional connection there but then it's just like oh hey let's go find a, a, this version's dr strange Yeah, you move and, on from that so quick it's and then never, it takes you straight in yeah. the illuminati and you know dr strange does have this nice relationship where where he is like like he's defending this kid and now he kind of has like spider-man and this girl now is like his quote-unquote like kids like it's kind of setting up the spider-man went from tony stark to dr strange and now American Chavez just has Doctor Strange because she's at Carmartage now trying she's to become a sorcerer. She's at being a sorcery, which is that's that's pretty cool. I'd like to which, see. Which which asks the how was Ned able to open a portal so easily? If this girl can literally traverse the multiverse, and again, like they're dumbing down these characters to the point to where the point where the writers are like, oh, let's boost them back up. But I don't that's know. Uh, yeah, I don't the, know. The power vacuum is very inconsistent in this movie. Strange is like Strange's He's personality. Nerfed has changed as well. He's definitely nerfed power wise, but like Doctor Strange one endgame Infinity War, like he's pretty like level headed. You know, like he he's everyone's kind of, saying that everyone's saying like he's like actually like a dick. I don't know if he is. He's kind of been characterized by like his wisdom and his like you know, his willingness to do whatever it takes, obviously. But yeah, you know, in Spider-Man, in Spider-Man Far From Home or No Way Home, he's very like gung ho about universe altering spells suddenly. Like he seems very like reckless out of nowhere. People thought like we theorized like he like it was fucking Mysterio or like he was like something was up with him because it was obvious. It was an obvious shift in character. Uh, yeah, this movie also didn't do a good job of like revealing strange like how he's becoming more powerful we have no idea like what spells he's learning what magic he's learning how he's figuring all this stuff out it's just like it's just okay yeah remember this love sequence you're he's gonna go to his ex-fiance's wedding now and people are gonna talk about how they love dr strange and oh here we go this is what the movie's about here's american chavez also can we We don't know we don't know enough about the character dr strange for him to have two movies yeah yes correct also can we talk about fucking like, why does no one hold Wanda accountable for what she did in Westview? Like, uh, no you and one. I, you and I are on the same page with this. She's not an antihero. She's just the villain. She's just a villain. Like, even, even again, there was a villain. Doctor Strange knows she's wrong. But in the opening scene where Doctor Strange goes to her orchard, she said, he says, like, you made everything right in the end. It's like, No. You fucking enslaved a whole ass town for your own I mean, fantasy life, dude. Probably because no one can stop her, so no one. I know. Can't. It's true. Everyone's probably scared of her. If they made that the point, like no one was holding her accountable because she's just 
power like yeah she's unstoppable and that kind of feeds into her ego so that she spirals into doing what she can do because she knows she can that would be cool she is but, corrupted by the dark hold from the very beginning when you see her true but yeah i don't know no one's just like oh hey wanda you're doing very villainous things and then when she's like to dr strange like when you break the rules you're the hero when i do it i'm a villain like, like no like you're not you're, the same i can't you're actually that a villain scene so pissed me off i like i know like no that, you're actually the villain wanda yeah like doctor what doctor strange did that was the literally the only way and he also sacrificed his own life in the process to to do what he did to save the whole universe he sacrificed his personal life too he gave up a life with christine to be doctor strange and again and, you can say that oh all of wanda's hypocrisies come from the fact that she's corrupted from the dark hole which is probably what they're going to make the excuse for or make the explanation which is fine but it's still you need to establish that in the film like you need to Make sure that is apparent, like the characters know that she's being a hypocrite and are not like sympathizing with her, which it feels like Doctor Strange was at points. No, he was. He there at no point in the movie were any of the characters like we need to kill Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Also, I don't know how alternate Scarlet Witch forgave. Maybe she didn't forgive her, but the fact that I, she like I don't think she's any powers. Oh, I think she does. She just doesn't use them. Yeah, she fucking killed the entire Illuminati. Well, that's well, dreamwalking. That's Scarlet. That, that's six one six Scarlet Witch's mind and power in eight three eights. I mean, I still think I don't. Wanda, I don't know if base eight three eight has any power. I still think she does. I, I I think so too. But like maybe the and I saw a theory that the Illuminati didn't fear her because they only knew her as the Scarlet Witch from Age of Ultron. They have no idea who this like all powerful god is. Maybe. But, Maybe still That's Doctor true. Strange the and your your universe's strongest magic user was like no we're gonna get washed by this person if you don't listen to me yeah and they don't and like the two smartest men in the universe Reed Richards and Patrick and Professor actually like oh, we got this like, yeah we got it away. It. yeah no no worries there at all is, thinking about it now we, we can we can talk about the positive stuff now because I think that's most everything i have to draw my score i mean that's why i i I gave it a six like it's a six out of ten movie and i don't know like it just felt i wish they gave sam raimi the ability to go more wild with it you know because if you more madness it still felt very you know plot point wise still felt very formulaic and like we've seen the same story progression before we honest to god we needed more madness like more madness in the multiverse. Yeah, we did, and it, like we also went to like this universe where there was like another strange. It, like the way they got places was so contrived. Like they, you know, one has a dark hold and it's destroyed by some random, some rando sorcerer stabbing it with a knife, and the dark hold is gone, just destroyed, completely nothing left. So that I, also, gives that I, I hated that and I, mountain. I yeah. hated that and I hated how they destroyed the Book of Ashanti. I yeah, hated that. Yeah, I was about to say that was. Again, the whole the whole point of the movie was to get was to either one get one book away from someone or get one book into the hands of someone. And now I will say build up and then they it just it just doesn't matter anyway. Like the whole build no, up Scarlet matter. Scarlet Witch destroying the Book of Ashanti makes way more sense than Darkhold being destroyed by some random sorceress stabbing it with a knife. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, I mean, the very ending, I didn't love the strange dream walking either. I, the zombie strange didn't work for me. 
Yeah, I thought it was okay. It was it was definitely cool. It was definitely Sam Raimi doing Sam Raimi things, but I feel like Scarlet Witch could have just melted the <laughs> the Zombie Strange if she really yeah. wanted to, because Zombie Strange didn't do anything crazy. He just sent no. the demons to yeah, he stop just did her. Demon shit, and he didn't even cast any fucking spells. <laughs> no, and then he then the second he had to do something on his own, he just got melted. I don't, I don't know. know, man. But let's talk. Let's talk positives. Let's talk positives. Uh, the tone of this movie, like the horror undertones and the theme and like the themes of this movie were so cool. You are on the edge of your seat, even though it didn't all pan out in the end, it, you are on the edge of your seat the whole time. Like every Scarlet, like there were Scarlet Witch horror scenes throughout this movie and it was fantastic. Like it was the first so one was, cool. The first one was her crawling out of the mirror dimension. That was like, oh God, like they're actually doing something. It's, like, oh, it's happening. Yeah. Yep. And you know, the other ones were pretty much all, in the uh the one scene in eight three eight universe with her chasing strange and killing well the him. one the, well the one happens in the incursion reality when sinister strange gets impaled on the stage oh yeah there's a lot of i was gonna say there's a lot more blood and a little bit more gore in this than normal like the death like the deaths of the illuminati are all horrifying the, I mean, I don't know if it gets more horrifying than the first one, but I, oh my god, dude, I can't Black believe Bolt's that guy through exploding in his head, and then you see like blood coming out of his eye, you and see, then like, the, right after that, yeah, then right after that, Doctor um, Reed Richards gets turned into spaghetti, and then he yeah. literally gets torn limb from limb. That's literally how he dies. And Captain Carter gets Darth Mauled through the midsection you, by her own you seen shield. The, have you seen the edit where Obi Wan's jumping over Darth Maul and he cuts and then cuts <laughs> to Peggy Carter just. No, I have not seen that, but I knew that would happen when I saw the movie. I said out loud in the theater after she said, "I can do this all day." I'm like, "Stop throwing the shield!" And then when she, and she immediately after she threw the shield, and Scarlet was just caught it, and just I'm like, "I know it's gonna happen." Like she's yeah. gonna cut in half. And, and yeah, that's what happened. After all of the, after all the work that alternate Scarlet, alternate, uh, alternate Captain Marvel put in, obviously the best chance that they had besides Black Bolt because she had Space Stone power. Uh, did Scarlet Witch just take away her power somehow? Because no, she got, no, she didn't absorb anything. She just blocked the power. I'm pretty sure. But how and does then she, how does that kill her then? Like her, she had the most, she had the easiest death of all of them. Yeah, she just dropped a statue on her. I didn't like, know because like, I saw like her. I thought her, like her face piece was like like dissolving or like disintegrating. Yeah, it disintegrated, but I'm pretty sure that was from like just the. The so I don't know if she, of the I don't know if she like weak. I don't know if she somehow weakened the power of a space stone, which again, the power vacuum is very inconsistent. But again, like why can't she just again look at them and turn them to dust like she does the people at the fucking Comertage? That would have been wild if like she kills Captain Marvel just dropping a building on her, and then Wolverine shows up and she just rips out his adamantium skeleton. <laughs> that would have been wild. Hey guys, what's going on? I'm Hugh Jackman, Wolverine. Oh my god, I'm dead, and that's it. This isn't the greatest showman. Just rips out his. Just Wait, skeleton. this is my scene. Oh shit. <laughs> then oh my Patrick god. Stewart got his neck snapped. Did you see? In. Did you see his? They, they think he got his head ripped off. Oh yeah, like in half. Yeah. Yeah. Which, definitely same Ram, same Raimi. Zombie Scarlet Witch and whew. oh, buddy, yeah. The, the 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 hottest meme on the streets is the donkey face with the red cloud behind it. Yeah, it's the hottest meme in the streets right now. But yeah, um, Professor X now one of very few MC Marvel characters to die twice. Yeah, both right. in Logan and in and this in movie. This. Um, but I mean, 
I yeah, like the horror tones, even like strange stabbing Gargantos in the yeah, eye was... and like popping the eye out with like the tendrils and everything coming off of it. I was yeah, like, was oh pretty... my god. Yeah, that was pretty, like I didn't expect to see that. I the, the Black Bolt one caught me off guard. Then I told I texted you that the Professor X thing is negative. That actually made me like twitch in the theater. I was like, ugh. Yeah, it definitely the first proper horror movie in in definitely. the MCU. I wish they went further with it. I wish they gave it the M rating. To be honest, I, you know, we're giving the Illuminati a lot of shit, so much so saying they shouldn't have been in the movie just for storyline purposes. But it was really cool seeing them there, and it is really cool that we're getting six one six versions of them, assumingly. Like, oh yeah, we I also think, confirmed that the MCU is six one six. That's pretty cool. Kind of crazy that Quentin Beck fucking guessed the right number. <laughs> that's true. The numerical number of the home. universe. From far so that's from pretty home, that's crazy. Right. So, yeah, there's definitely another Mysterio out there. Um, yeah, I guess, like, 838, I guess, is in, like, the quote-unquote future in some aspects because we don't have a Reed Richards yet. Um, and if we do, I'm assuming he doesn't have kids because Franklin Richards would just turn Scarlet Witch into dust. But Yeah, seriously. But, yeah, um, coincidentally enough, Jack Ryan featuring John Krasinski, the final season, is this upcoming one. So I wonder if he got the call to – To direct – Maybe. Yeah, it's a direct Fantastic Four because John Watts isn't going to be in it. So that's the rumor. Yeah, I, this has to confirm Emily Blunt, Sue Storm, right? That'd be pretty cool. You know what they should do? What? They should ask Chris Evans to play Johnny Storm again. <laughs> Dude, I would love it. I would absolutely love it. I would love. They have that. the technology now. That'd be great. I would they can. Love they could just say like, "Oh, we don't have a Johnny Storm on six one six. Here's six one seven's Johnny Storm. He looks just yeah, like right? Chris Evans. So would have been so cool. Oh, that'd be so sick. But yeah, and I texted you about this. The ending fight scene between Sinister Strange and Doctor Strange was definitely the coolest use of magic. I think. Oh yeah, the I love the diegetic music that plays. Is actually them weaponizing musical notes to fight each other. It's such a creative scene. I, I love so that cool. part of the yep. movie. Yeah. Uh, not a big fan of third eye CGI that they got going on. You and I both are kind of on the same page on that one. No, it just looks weird. It apparently makes Strange more powerful, both good and I evil. I mean, he needs, he needs fucking needs to be. Yeah, I know, but and it's in the comics. This it's the eye of Agamotto. That that's literally what it is. But yeah. I, it, it it just looks weird. So either tinker with the CGI or just don't show it that much. Yeah, we also have end credit scene with that. Clea, Clea, yeah, yeah uh, Clea. niece of Dormammu, opening up a portal to the dark dimension. Hey, you caused an incursion. I'm like, oh god, who could have seen this one coming? Yeah, what a fucking shocker, right? <laughs> it's a real stunner. Hope we're not in 838 because we're on our own if we are. <laughs> but like, now we have this 838 Wanda, who just killed. The entire or at least her body did. Just killed the, the leaders of society. Everyone but one, because there was an empty chair who people there are theorizing is, is Superior Iron Man. Superior Iron Man, perhaps. But or T'Challa. I mean, he was originally part of the Illuminati. That'd be, cool. that'd, be that'd be pretty cool. Or Namor. Yeah. I think it's Iron Man. I think that's the safest one. I mean, I probably. Mean, I mean, the T'Challa's Ultron a little, like, I hate I hate to say it, but the is a little, like, gray area now. Yeah, but, yeah, for... This could lead up to like a Secret Wars sort of thing where, you know, now because in, in 838 you have Fantastic Four, you got mutants, you got Inhumans, you got Avengers. And now all of them are going to be looking at Wanda, even if she even if they believe that it wasn't her who did it. Now they know that some other alternate Wanda can dreamwalk into her body 
and effortlessly kill the most powerful superheroes on the planet. So the writers don't need her to. But yes, so go the writers on. Don't need her to. So we could have like a House of M Secret Wars thing going on where Oh, that's gonna be sick. Everybody's targeting Wanda in this alternate reality. Again, it sets up so much cool stuff. Yeah. But but, the, but it, again, it's also in another universe. Like this isn't yeah. 616. All this stuff is set up, but not in our universe. Yep, definitely. So and apparently our universe is Scarlet Witch is dead because she sacrificed herself and She's not dropped dead. a building on her. No body, no death. That's the rules. It's true. Movies. You don't see a body, no death. Except if you're Mysterio. I still think that motherfucker's alive. I do too. You want to get into your biggest, one of your biggest questions in the movie? Go for it. What did I say again? <laughs> you texted me like I feel like four separate times. Where was Vision? Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Sorry. Yeah, where the fuck was Vision, dude? Like, you, like, you're Marvel Studios. You can afford to put Paul Bettany on the fucking payroll. Like, what are you doing? Where, he where is was... integral to Wanda's story, dude. Where and he's alive. Vision? If he was dead, I really wouldn't care too much. But WandaVision brought him back. Like, there's a Vision who remembers most everything up to when he died. So he still has that love for Wanda. It's the same vision. It's just a, it's just an upgraded robot. But he fucked off to who knows where. He's, I'm out of here, dude. No, thank you. Like what? And the fact one, how does Wanda have kids in eight three eight if Vision's alive? Like I, I I don't know. Is there a Vision in every universe? I mean, the Soul Stone was not in Thanos' gauntlet. The, th- the Soul Stone and the Time Stone were not in the alternate Thanos' gauntlet when you saw his, you know, skewered through the chest by his own sword. I, I didn't catch that, actually. I didn't see uh, that part. Yeah, a lot of – I've been watching, like, new rock stars and stuff, and they've been, like, zooming in on the footage. Uh, there's no Soul Stone. There's no Time Stone. Everything else is there. Okay. So, assumingly, Vision is still alive if he exists in this universe. But, I mean, he's also a robot. So how do you make the kids, you know? I don't, did Wanda create them through magic? I don't Could know. Could have created like, them through magic. Fair enough. You know, whatever. It's always been a gray area, whatever. But I don't know, man. Like, I feel like those two characters are so connected now. I, I was kind of sad to not see Vision come in and try and help, you know? Yeah, or just I don't know why Vision, I, Vision is, like, one of my favorite characters, just just from the way he acts and the way he handles, you know, the situations with Wanda. He's definitely become a better character since his first showing in Age of Ultron. Definitely. And I I want them to do more with him. His his quandary of being of being a, a synthetic being, but with a, a soul, like the questioning of whether he is just the Mind Stone or if he is actually a consciousness. Well, now he actually is a consciousness. And the way that I know the way that he you know, he feels love for someone else. It's, and, I mean, you know how I feel about these unique love stories. They're always super intriguing to me. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, one, with having white vision just fuck off and not, like, it doesn't make any sense, you know? No, I, I mean, looking back on it, I'm not sure where he would have popped in with the movie they had but yeah like if they got rid of the illuminati and replaced that with vision coming into the story 
Like, imagine a Vision and Doctor Strange versus Wanda. Uh, that's definitely more equal footing, given that the fact that Doctor Strange just couldn't hold a candle to her until the very end. Vision also needs buffed. Vision has been heavily nerfed. No. The, again, the power vacuum in Marvel is all out of sorts. All but... out of sorts, but I don't know. Like, you know... <laughs> I feel like the story was too wide. It didn't focus on its main characters enough. And it just kind of wasted time doing things that didn't lead up to anything meaningful. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. But again, um, the tone was super cool where they allowed Sam Raimi to kind of go wild. Like that was those are the best parts of the movie. The performances were all good. Like no, no complaints there. Yeah, De- definitely some cool scenes, um, some head scratchers, but definitely cool scenes. Like I wouldn't call this a bad movie. It just doesn't. No, it's not bad. It's stunning to look at for sure. But like if you don't turn your brain off, things are going to really stick out to you. Yeah. Definitely. So, I don't know. That's about all I have to say on it, to be honest. My sister just else? walked in. My sister walked in. She thinks this is, like, the best thing since sliced bread. So, she's 12. <laughs> I, I forgive her. The podcast or? Uh, both. Uh, she, well, she, she's, she, she's got, like, a she's got a thing for scarlet witch she's she's one of those stands on twitter that defends her every action so yeah let's not go there That's no my god oh my god i thought Aerith twitter was bad holy shit, shit god, yeah, oh my scarlet god they are defending like Aerith. at least you're defending a good person you're not defending a, a, a hero here no at like, least not now like maybe one day she'll turn the script and get back wanda on the, was not corrupted side. by the dark hold when she took over that town no, she's just like, I'm going to enslave all of you now. Yeah. And then fucking Monica Rambeau at the end of WandaVision is like, you did the right thing. They'll never know what they did, what they, what you did for them. It's like, yeah, because she fucking tortured them. And she further ruined her reputation by going on a killing spree in two, two, two universes. So anyway, that's Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, what did you guys think about it? Because I feel like there are a lot of varying opinions on it. So you can let us know. Uh in a in a review or on twitter god knows we'll see it yeah uh but yeah anything else before we move on to the the main event an hour and a half in I got nothing. So thank you guys for another awesome episode. Uh, Colby, <laughs> I will see y'all next week. Uh, Tyler's going to take it from here when he talks about Elden Ring. I'm going to go make a well, bath. Wait, wait, I'm going to get wait, dinner wait, ready. Uh, follow my socials. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. I mean, aren't you going to talk? I thought you were talking about Final Fantasy first. I haven't beaten it yet, nor do I have 92 hours sunk into it. Are you sure you want to do this? Yeah, I'm fine. We can stop it right now. We can, I'm, we can fi- stop I'm it. fine. I'm fine, man. I actually, I'm, I've used the bathroom. And I have nothing to add to this, so. Oh, you're gonna, you're actually gonna leave. For like, a, for like two minutes, not gonna stay away. Okay. Well. I, Tyler. Okay. The floor is yours, Mr. Elmord. Okay.
so. I will try not to get too off track, but we'll get the notes, so. Elden Ring. A game that I didn't think I was going to get. Uh, because back when it came out, I still only had my Xbox One. Like, day one Xbox One. The original black brick box that I can't believe runs anything now. But uh, as we told the story in a previous episode, Colby and I both got our next-gen consoles within the same week of each other, which is wild. And the first game that I was technically gifted for my birthday, my friend gave me the money to get Elden Ring, and I didn't know if I would like it. This is my first Souls game, my my first FromSoft game, uh, and I, you know, I knew the reputa- reputation for having difficult games, and I, I didn't know how I'd like it, but I, I watched, I didn't know I, w- I would get it originally, so I watched a lot of content on it, a lot of YouTube, uh, and I got to, I, I wanted to learn about it, because it being the, mo- the most anticipated game of, uh, of the year, I think last year, right? Uh, I, I had never heard of it before the Game Awards, so... And after seeing more on it and seeing it come out, I just got pulled in further and further. Uh, I learned about the story. I learned about the mechanics. I watched people's playthroughs of it. Uh, and, you know, it, it just showed me how like, amazing of a world that they had built here. So I, you know, I was like, okay, well, eventually, I st- even though I know most about this game now, or, or a lot about this game, I, I still want to buy it, you know. Even though I don't have that initial surprise, I still want to get it. Uh, and eventually, once I got my Series X, I, I did. And as you guys heard from the beginning of the episode, I was absolutely hooked from the very beginning. Uh, it's just so, it's so, so good. And honestly, I really don't know if I would have liked it as much if I didn't already know a lot about it going in. Because like, I knew the whole story of Elden Ring, I knew the lore, I, I read up on it, I I know all the like the secret details that aren't explicitly shown in the game or are tucked away in secret areas, so and, and the story is what originally sort of hooked me in. Like the lore is so interesting and it's complicated, yes, but it's not so so complicated that you can't get a grasp of it and feel appreciation for it. And the characters the characters were something I didn't think that would be super fleshed out in this game because I figured it wasn't that type of game. Like it wasn't that type of game to have, you know, super interesting characters. Uh, Cause I, and I also obviously didn't know about any of the dark souls characters before, but man, like the, they have some really memorable characters in this game. Like the bosses are all have their own unique character and like personality to them uh, through their fights and gameplay, but also through the lore that you can read on e- each one. Uh, through their item descriptions and their boss remembrances, etc. Uh, the you know the world that they fit into uh, this uh, this land full of these gods from beyond that don't originate from this place. They come from you know God knows where uh, to exert their control. These you know demigods with with powers. These two like different you know magic and all these different creatures of this land it's just so cool and it's also intrinsically linked to like the stars and space and like beyond and i love when like space and like extraterrestrial things 
are sort of brought into like a fantasy mythos. Like you have a whole school of magic called gravity, gravitational magic, where you use you manipulate gravity to lift rocks from the earth or call down meteor strikes and things like that. I mean, when, a, done cor- when done correctly, the concept of space, it's just so cool. Yeah, just, when, you, when you combine it with, like, the mysticism of of worlds like this, of high fantasy. I mean, FF7 has it. It's the concept of space. It's literally the opening shot in the original game. Yeah, it, it's just so cool. And, like, having it as the implied home of these outer gods and these greater beings. There are bosses in the game. That they're called Falling Star Beasts that come from inside meteors like when meteors crash down these things are carried within them and you get to fight them and they're different from anything else in the game they're very distinctly alien looking and it's so cool like it's it's all just so awesome and i before i get into any further detail i implore you all if you have the capability to buy this game no it is like you owe it to yourself. Like this is one of those games, like I've talked about before, the Monster Hunter World, that like sort of redefines what the standard for games is for me. And it it's insane, like the amount of exploration you can do. Like if you can't, if there's a boss that's fucking you up, you can just, just leave. you can just, just leave. leave. You can just go and like just hop level on the next ta- just hop on the next taxi and just get out of there. Yeah, you can go anywhere and find like better armor better weapons better anything and come back later or in some cases you can just skip the boss entirely like the first two main bosses of the game there's a secret side path around their castle that you can just ignore them with like 90 percent of this game is air quotes optional you don't have to do it you just need two like you need to they're called great runes you need to acquire two great runes, and then you can get to the end of the game if you really want to. Not that you'll be powerful enough to do that, but you can. It's very Breath of the Wild-esque. Uh, you don't have to do what you're supposed to do, but if you get if, to where you are without doing it... It's just going to be harder, yeah. yeah. Uh, but that you, it's your freedom to go into areas that you're underleveled for and still you know, fight the enemies within. And you're going to get rewarded for that. Like, it's not impossible to beat those enemies and bosses in those areas that you can get to. And That's a good thing, though. I mean, when you replay it, you have a lot of options. Yeah, I mean, th- there are definitely a lot of memorable moments for me, a lot of memorable bosses that I ran into that I was underleveled for. But, and you know, I, I died over and over and over again to them. But I learned, and I got better, and I played better, and eventually I beat them. And it was an amazing feeling. Uh, and it was, uh, I don't know, man. It, it's a really surreal experience. It was, you just get so engrossed. Mm-hmm. You get completely absorbed when you play this game. It, again, very much like Breath of the Wild. If you see something off in the distance, you can probably get to it. And there are you know, secrets and there are hidden secrets all over the place literally behind illusory walls walls that look like normal walls until you hit them and then they reveal a hidden passageway that's pretty cool and i I don't know if you can confirm this but i saw a tweet when the game first came out that was like elden ring's awesome i opened a treasure chest and got teleported straight to hell (laughs) oh yeah there are these chests yes there are these chests in the game that look like normal chests and if you open them this (laughs) mist comes out you can roll away 
you have a like a, a second to get out of there. It's like a counter in Metroid Dread. You've like a, a frame. Yeah, but like if you stand there, the mist will envelop you and just teleport you somewhere else. And you can't teleport out of that place wherever you go until you rest at the site of grace, which are basically these games version of bonfires from Dark Souls or just, you know, respawn checkpoints. Uh, but yeah, you can just That's get so teleported. Funny. Yeah. Uh, I would, that would piss me off. That's why I can't get this game. No, but it's cool because even if you get teleported there, that's a unique experience. Like if you're underleveled for it, you just need to like you need to sneak around and stealth around the enemies and get the fuck out of there. Or if you're overleveled, you just or if you're regularly leveled, you have a fun new dungeon that you didn't know you're going to explore, but now you have to because you're right there. Uh, like the game just respects that you know what a video game is. You know what I mean? That's the, that's the best like, feeling. Yeah, like, they res- they know that you're going to go out and find these secrets. They know that you're going to want to explore and find these new powerful, you know, spells and weapons and armor. And they don't hold your hand through any of it. And it's just amazing. Now, I knew where to go, mostly, because I had read up on the game. I knew the bosses. I knew, you know, the locations. I knew a lot about it. But even even still, even though I knew all of that... Still going in, I discovered so much. I was surprised at every corner still of things that I didn't know that were there. And that just shows how much is in this damn game. That for a few months, I was watching nothing but this. But this game on YouTube. And when I finally got my hands on it, there was still stuff that surprised me that I didn't know. And I probably haven't even touched. I'm in the same boat with Final Fantasy Remake, like 2 yeah. I, I probably haven't even touched still 30% of this game's content. And, I, and I'm 90 hours in. And some people have done 150 hours of this game before even attempting the final boss. Like, that's how much shit is in this game. And it's all, like, they reuse stuff, sure. Like, every single, like, there are these ruins throughout the game. And each one of them has the same, like, there's a, there's a basement level that you go in. You either find a chest or a boss or an item or something. But, you know, they still change it in unique ways to make them a little different from each other, you know? Sometimes there's a puzzle. Sometimes the, the entryway is hidden by, a, again, an illusory wall that you have to hit. Uh, sometimes there are different enemy formations outside of the ruins that make getting to them the difficult part. Uh, there are some reused mini-bosses, but again, some of them have different elemental affinities to them. Some of them, uh, you fight two at a time. Fuck those. Fuck fighting two bosses at a time. That shit sucks. But... Still, it's it's unique and different and challenging. Uh, it sucks, and, but... <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you learn to appreciate it for what it is. Even though it can be frustrating, you know you have the option to just mark it on your map, and you know where it is. You can come back later. Uh, and there will be no shortage of things to do. Like, I'm starting to feel that now, and I know that if I just look up things, I can figure it out. And I And I have had to look things up. And I feel like there's no shame in that. There's no shame in looking up oh. things if you want to find them. But again, there's also the benefit of just going in and seeing what you find on your own with your own intuition. And there's a little, and you can also do a little bit of both. There, there's no shame in playing this game however you want, and it, the game doesn't punish you for doing either. Uh, and you know, if you're worried about the difficulty of this game, don't, because one, it's very rewarding to. Like, death is just a mechanic of the game. It's not a punishment. Even when you die, you lose all of your runes, but it, they are where you died. 
So you can go there and pick them up from a single, like, a little uh, tree sapling that kind of sprouts up from where you died. Uh, you can go and you can grab it. Very visible, very easily to see. So death is just a, a learning mechanic, basically. Like, every death, you can always come back and just try again. You... For these games, you just cannot look as, at death as a negative thing or as a punishment. It's more of an opportunity to learn, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's where I think a lot of people get turned off in this game because you die so much. But it, that's just kind of how the game is. You just got to accept that. And you'll enjoy it way more, you know what I mean? And you'll get better. And the fact that you won't die as much will be will be the reward. Or part of it. But uh, continuing on, the world is absolutely gorgeous. Just stunning vistas all over the place. I don't know how this thing released on the Xbox One. There's no way it could have run it. But on the Series X, it looks absolutely phenomenal. E everywhere you look, you are just looking at some immaculately detailed scenery or the inside of a cave that's dripping with water and and moss everywhere or you're in this whole underground city there's a whole second level of this world that you can explore and it's insane again it's one of those games that like how how did it even come out you know what i mean and and be as good as it is on release in a world of cyberpunk 2077s and fallout 76s it's a wonder this game came out in the state that it was. But, I mean, FromSoft is just that kind of developer, apparently. And I'm, I'm so glad I was able to, to experience it like that. But, yeah, if you're worried about the difficulty, again, there are overpowered as fuck items in this game. And I know because I use them. <laughs> <laughs> like, for a for a while and also don't worry about like you know not knowing what builds you want to go for at the beginning or anything because you can respect your stats pretty early on in the game and you and you know it's also fun to just go in with some you know hybrid build or hodgepodge of things you found around the world uh, and then you can still succeed with that you don't have to optimize a build to build this to beat this game it's more about your skill like, people have beat this game at level one or with daggers only or with – there are lots of challenges you can look up on YouTube. And it's more about the skill of the player and just your willingness to learn and to memorize and to just keep trying and trying again. Or going out and exploring and finding new strategies to fight bosses that you were originally stuck on. Like, there was a point where I was like, okay, I'm tired of struggling on bosses. I would like <laughs> – to kill everything in two or three hits. So I got a blood build. And if you have a weapon, and if you have, and any player will attest that bleed builds are definitely builds that you want to do if you want to win. You know what I mean? Like if you decide halfway through your playthrough that you're done struggling and you just want to be everything, you level up a summon to level 10, you get a bleed weapon, and then you just kind of beat the game. That's nice. And there's no shame in that, you know? You know, don't let people say that, you know, that invalidates your run. It doesn't. Because you're using what the game gives you. It's not like you're going against what the developers intended. They gave you the Mimic Tier Ash 
to completely fuck up bosses. They put they made bleed a status condition that works against near damn everything in the game because they knew that that would be fun. It's fun to see a 10% of a boss's health bar go away in a single hit. It's fun to do that. Uh Uh-huh. But you also don't have to do that to win, you know? There's so many different unique weapons, unique builds that you can make. And none of them are going to be the same as each other, pretty much. Unless you, like, look up and copy build, which, again, is if you're having fun, go for it. This game allows for so many different people to play in different ways and how they want to. And there's also co-op. Like, you can play through this entire game with a friend, pretty much. And it's just been... It's been an amazing time. Like, that's the long and short of it. It's one of the best games I've ever played. And you guys know I don't say that lightly. And it's definitely up there in my top five, if not top three at this point. Like, when we finish the season and we do whatever it is we're going to do or we revisit that gaming list that we have, it's going to be a 10 out of 10. Like, there, there's no other score for it, pretty much. And it's a masterpiece. It is, it is, it is a masterpiece. It honestly is. And these games get DLC. So there could be even more coming down the pipeline. But even if it didn't get it, this game would still be a 10 out of 10. And I know that it's daunting. But again, even though 90 hours is a lot, it didn't just absorb my life. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like I couldn't. <laughs> it's not like a dangerous video game to pick up, you know, despite yeah. what I'm saying. Uh, but it will make you not want to play other games. It really will. So maybe I won't torture Colby and get it for him for his birthday, but I would seriously recommend it to anyone. Like, it, It's really a game that can speak to so many different people. And it is just absolutely phenomenal. Soundtrack as well. Gorgeous. Just everything. Everything is great. It, it's really hard to find a flaw with it. It it really is. Because it's everything... I, I don't know. It's everything I didn't know that I wanted. It's a video game. It is the video game. <laughs> like it, 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 is go, it is going to win Game of the Year. It is going to. Jeff Keighley is going to rig rig it if it's not. Thank you, Nintendo, for delaying Breath of the Wild 2. Yeah, like, it, this is going to be Game of the Year. There's not even yeah, a it's question. It's, it's going to be a 10 out of 10 game. It's amazing. And after this recording, I'm probably going to play more of it. <laughs> because guess what? There's a new game plus. So... That's however the fuck more hours of content. <laughs> it's true. But it's like new game, new game Plus, it kind of buffs all the enemies, right? Because you're super overpowered after your first playthrough. But then New Game Plus buffs all the enemies. And then you can do New Game Plus 2, New Game Plus 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. I don't know what the max is, but as you continue beating the game and restarting it in New Game Plus, the enemies continue to get stronger and stronger to match your... or to try and catch up rather to your power level uh and if you want like you can just stay in like what i'm doing i'm staying in my first game i haven't done new game plus yet and i'm grinding levels 
like the max level in this game is in the 700s. And right now I'm only level like 200. Uh, my friend and I did a duplication glitch to give him a shit ton of Shame. loops. Yeah. Shame. Hey, I didn't do it. He wanted to do it. I only <laughs> helped him do it. So he got all the levels. But yeah, th- this game just, it feels never ending. Because even when you feel like you're near the end, you can just new game plus it, and you have a whole new adventure to go through. You know where things are. You can go about it in different ways. You can get two, because you can, like, dual-wield weapons. Like, some in playthroughs, in your first playthrough, you only get one of some weapons, but then you can new game plus, and then you can, like, dual-wield the same weapon. Uh, and it's just, there's just so many, so much depth in, like, creating different builds and creating different, you know, play styles and, and weapon sets. If there's one thing that I wish that I, they could add to the game, it's a loadout system so that you can, like, save loadouts, kind of like Monster Hunter, because there are so many different playstyles that I would like to switch between, like, on the fly, on, like, builds that I've created. So, I don't know. I'll, I'll stop there, because I think you guys get the point. But <laughs> it is game. it is truly a masterpiece of a game that I think I would recommend to anybody. So, all right. That's Elden Ring. Elden and Ring. A surprise to be sure, but a welcome one for my gaming repertoire. Goes without saying, but that's going to do it for this week. I was about to say, we'll we'll be back. You'll have a session like this when when Final Fantasy VII remake is finished. It's oh god. <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to spew nonsense the entire time, but yeah, I guess so. Um. I got nothing else, man. All right. Well, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of of your favorite Switch It Up podcast. (laughs) Uh, If you want to support us, uh, the best way you can do that is to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, That's the best way we can receive your direct feedback, and it's always an event for both of us when we see that a new review has come in. And mm-hmm. we read every single one, so please go over there and let us know how we're doing. Suggestions on future segments, what you want us to do in the f- future. We cater the show to you guys, so uh, that is the best way that you guys can uh, can help with that. And also, of course, spread it around to your friends, people who you think would like it, et cetera, et cetera. You know the drill. Uh, yeah, Colby. Any other final thoughts, tidbits, housekeeping before we before we head out of here? Uh no, nothing really. Uh, after an hour and. 41 and a half. I hey, think we're we getting back s- to like season one levels of. I know. I, I think of, we can send. Time. The, I think we can send the people on their way. All right. Well, hopefully you guys will come back for next week. I promise there won't be uh, as much Elden Ring talk. There'll probably still be a little. Uh, but you know, thanks you guys for sticking with us for our little hiatus there. Uh, school kind of kicked our asses there at the end. So uh, thanks for sticking with us. Uh, you know, the secret audience that listens all the way to the end. Uh, we appreciate you guys more than anyone. Uh, but we also, of course, appreciate every single person who listens to our podcast, tunes into streams, every single uh, thing that we do. It, it's very it's very flattering. It still feels Definitely. strange when you really think about it, like people are listening to us. Yeah, no, you are you just said like our podcast of 20 people. I'm like, damn, I can't name 20 people that I think would listen to this. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> I can't name 20 people. That's a lot. Even like my my family and friends, they know we do this. They don't fucking listen to this podcast. Nope, zero. 
but uh, every single person who who tunes in, whether you listen to halfway, you listen to it while you're doing something else, listen to it all the way to the end, we appreciate you guys so much, and we thank you because you guys motivate us to keep doing this. Correct. Uh, and it's it's just I don't know. It's part of our lives now, and it doesn't feel like it's going to stop anytime soon. It's and true. We, yeah. And we only want to make it better. So. It, correct. Definitely. But, you know, with all that, you know, soft, mushy stuff out of the way, keep on gaming, gamers, and we'll see you next week. Have a good one, gamers. Gamers.